The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of the SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View, and I'm recording this show on Thursday night after the first day of New York Giants training camp was a busy day out at Quest Diagnostics Training Center in East Rutherford. The biggest news of the day, of course, is unfortunate news. That, of course, being that wide receiver Sterling Shepard will be out several weeks with a fractured thumb, which was suffered when he was trying to catch a pass during Thursday afternoon's practice. To be honest, I did not see the play. I'm not exactly sure what happened on the play. We were informed by Giants PR toward the end of practice that Shepard had gone for an x-ray. And shortly after practice, the the team announced that there was a fracture and that Shepard would be week to week. I suppose if there's good news in the bad news, it's that uh, this was the first day of training camp that... There are roughly six weeks before the Giants have to play a game, and Shepard should have time to heal to be ready for the regular season. Listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm not putting an exact time frame on how long it will take Shepard to to return to action, but this is not, you know, a a devastating season-ending you know, torn Achilles tendon, torn ACL, something along that line. It's unfortunate. You know, but the, the flip side of that is, I guess, that we'll get more snaps for some of the uh, the guys on the end of the roster, uh, guys who are fighting for jobs, young guys like Reggie White Jr., Alex Wesley, another undrafted free agent when he comes off the pup list, a couple of veterans like Cody Latimer, Benny Fowler, maybe Russell Shepard, you know, guys who are fighting to make the roster. 
will perhaps get a little bit more of an expanded opportunity. And listen, Eli Manning and Sterling Shepard have been playing together and working together for years. So I'm not going to be concerned all of that much about timing and communication between those two. They played in this offense last year. You may ask, what about Shepard and Daniel Jones? Well, the reality of it is right now, Daniel Jones is not throwing to Golden Tate, and he's not throwing to Evan Ingram, and he's not throwing to Sterling Shepard. He's throwing to the guys on the second and third units. He hasn't really worked with with the first team guys at this point. Those snaps, those throws in, in drills, those go to Eli Manning. So it's not something where Sterling Shepard's going to be missing out on developing timing with Daniel Jones at this point because that's not something that we're seeing right now. We're not seeing Jones work with those guys. What I want to do on today's show as we move forward from the Sterling Shepard injury, I want to play for you a few audio clips from today's practice from media availability that was held before practice. The first clip is going to be Pat Shermer discussing what he hopes to uh, to see Daniel Jones accomplish during this training camp. Yeah, well, we're going to try to you know, have him continue with what he's learned. And I think uh, the rookie camp is a continuation of what he learned in the spring. And each day he'll build on all right, Giants fans, along that same line, the next clip that you're going to hear is Pat Shermer discussing some of the differences for a young quarterback from college football to playing against NFL players. Uh, I think the, you know, a lot is made of the speed of the game you know, and how things happen quicker. Um, I think the one thing that's different about the pro game as opposed to the college game, and I learned this from a couple of the young quarterbacks, you know, in college sometimes you, you look out and everybody's open, you know, so you get used to a lot of success. There's time in the pro game when you look out and there may be only one or none of them are open. Okay, so what do you do then? And so I think because the defenses fight back really hard in this league, I think that's a little bit for the quarterback. Some good stuff there from Pat Shermer. I'm sure, though, that what Giants fans really want to do in terms of Daniel Jones at this point is to hear what Jones had to say himself on the first day of training camp. Jones and other players spoke to media prior to the workout. So what you're about to hear is Jones speaking to reporters in the morning before the Giants went out to practice. So what are your, your expectations for the next few weeks? Um, yeah, I think first and foremost just to just to improve. Um, you know, as a player, I think you know helping this team improve is, is kind of where all of our focuses are uh, right now. But uh, individually, just to, just to keep improving. You know, I think improving. I think. Um, you know, today and these next couple, you know, these earlier days, I think it's to, to pick up where we where, where we left off um, before we left in the spring. So I think um, I think just with that mindset, I think if everyone has that mindset, we'll 
we'll continue to make progress and we'll be where we need to be um, in a couple weeks and we we open up. All right, Giants fans, that was Daniel Jones. To Jones' credit, he was asked about Eli Manning a bunch of times. He was asked whether he's competing with Eli Manning. He was asked about scenarios under which he might take over for Eli Manning. And he deflected all of that instead talking about improvement. Not only his improvement, but the improvement of the rookie class as an entire group. Also the improvement of the team. He deflected all of that chatter about him, you know, taking over the job eventually, which we all know at some point, whether it's sometime during the 2019 season, at the beginning of 2020, we all know that that day is coming, but Jones for now wanted to focus on improving and talking about improving his own game in his conversation with media by my count looking at the transcript he used the word improve at least eight times Uh, and then interestingly he went out in practice in the afternoon and sort of struggled at the beginning of practice he went over his first six throws did have one nice deep ball dropped Came back a little bit, ended up 6 for 14 in four separate sessions of 11 on 11. Um, Some good throws, some bad throws, a couple of throws that were batted around and could have easily been intercepted. Uh, Both Pat Shermer and Jones talked about, uh, as we played a little clip earlier, uh, talked about the speed of the game which means that the quarterback has to make his decisions a little quicker. He has to be accurate with the ball. And there were a couple of instances today where Jones looked a little bit hesitant in the pocket, not 100% sure where the ball should go. Um, I'm not going to obsess about anything we saw from Daniel Jones on day one today. Uh, it's uh, more or less of a baseline you know, place to start from, and we'll see where it goes with Daniel Jones. As Pat Shermer said uh, at on Wednesday, I believe it was, he said he has yet to see anything that Daniel Jones can't do. That doesn't mean he's absolutely ready to play. That simply means, you know, physical skill set wise, he can do all of the necessary things that the Giants will ask him to do eventually when he does get to play and obviously that is a good thing the Giants are heavily invested in Jones of course with the sixth overall pick they will put the franchise in his hands at some point in the not too distant future but uh, until that day comes Eli Manning will be the quarterback and we know the last time the Giants had a quarterback transition It was 2004 when Eli Manning took over for Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner, who now works with the NFL Network, happened to be at the Quest Diagnostics Training Center on Thursday. And Kurt took the time to talk to the media. In fact, he took more than a couple of minutes. Kurt took somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 25 minutes to talk with media about Eli Manning, about the situation, about what Manning faces in terms of the uncertainty of having you know Jones looming over his shoulder. Let me play a couple pieces of uh, of Warner discussing that situation for you now. Is that you go? 
how long is my leash? If I have a bad game, is that it? You know, if I have a bad half, is that it? And that becomes the hard dynamic to it is go play. you got to play your game and let it play out. And if you don't, you're not going to hold the job for very long anyways. But you always knew that was there. And like I said, I don't know how it plays out with, you know, an icon like Eli as opposed to, you know, for instance, when Eli and I were together. I mean, I knew that it was just a matter of time. So I'm trying to hold on to it for 16 games. You know, that's all I'm trying to do because I know, you know, two years is going to be tough. Um, but a lot of times that's the situation is you're just going, how many games can I get out of this? To, you know, almost to prove to somebody else I can play because chances of me getting this job and keeping it when they've got a guy behind me is slim to none. So, um, the next clip from Warner is going to be Kurt discussing what he sees in a 38-year-old Eli Manning and whether or not Manning can still be a successful NFL quarterback. All right, let's listen to that now. Again, I'm a firm believer that everybody, you know, always wants to point to an age, right? I mean, back when I was playing, it was like 35 for a quarterback, and now you got to start thinking about retirement. Now, I don't know what that age is because you've got the Toms and the Drews and, and all these guys playing at such a high level. But I'm a firm believer that as long as you don't change the way you play the game, very few guys fall off, you know, fall off the earth. You know, I mean, again, if you get beat up, Peyton goes through it, he has an injury, so he can't quite be the same thing physically. But most guys, barring something like that, they can still play the game. You know, whether they lose two yards on their deep ball, it doesn't matter if you throw the ball on time, right? You don't have to throw it that far. So, no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see those things with Eli. Uh, you know, again, I think the bottom line is that Eli plays the game a certain way. And if you allow him to play the game that way, I think he can still be very successful. If you're going to force him to try to have to do things or the situation forces him to do things that are away from his strengths, I think he's going to struggle as he has the last couple years. And, you know, some guys have the ability to do more and win more ways and have more success regardless of what the situation is. Other guys need more of a, you know, a specific way in which they play. And that's just what I see with Eli. Is I think he needs to play a specific way for him to play at a really high level. It's going to be tough to kind of recreate or, or create other ways for him to be great. But if you give him that, um, I think he's got an opportunity to have another great season. That's interesting stuff from Kurt Warner, and it sort of goes along with what I've been saying about Eli Manning for a number of years. Eli Manning has never really been a quarterback who lifts the guys around him, at least not in my estimation. He He's always been a quarterback who, given protection, given wide receivers who are responsible, who get to the right places, who can make some plays in traffic, given a running game, he can make plays. He can do things. He can win football games. Ask to carry a football team. Ask to make plays with his feet. That's never been Eli Manning. He's never been you know, a guy that's been a top five quarterback in the league. He's always been a guy that with a functioning unit around him that allowed him to set his feet and make plays could really take advantage of the things around him 
unfortunately, in recent years, the Giants just haven't been able to give him that. Um, we'll see if they're able to give him that this year. There's more optimism, of course, about the offensive line. There is some depth at wide receiver. Obviously, there's no Odell Beckham, and, and we can question whether or not there's enough there in terms of playmaking ability, you know, deep threats and all of that. We'll have to wait and see, you know, how that all unfolds. I still believe that Warner is right, and let's hope he is right, because if he's right, then the Giants will play better. They'll do better. And, and whether you want Daniel Jones to uh, to take over at some point or not, the bottom line is you're a Giants fan. You should want the Giants to win. You should want them to do well. So we'll see how all of that plays out. Just really thought it was an interesting bonus today to get the opportunity to get some input, you know, from the great Kurt Warner about Eli Manning because no one knows the situation that Eli faces better than Kurt Warner does. He's been through it in the New York market. So uh, I would, you know, strongly suggest listen to what Warner has to say. You know, take it to heart. Keep it in mind as we go forward here. Another thing that uh, that Warner said that I did not play a clip of is he doesn't see any reason for the Giants to to force Jones onto the field, to be in a hurry to get him out there, to look for an excuse to put him out there. Warner's point was as long as the Giants are in contention, you know, as long as the season is not lost then let Eli Manning play. You let it go. Um, let it, you know, Ride with Eli. If the season gets out of hand, then you consider getting Jones some time. But he felt that there was no real reason for the Giants to, to rush to, uh, quote-unquote, uh, and these are my words, to, to put Eli Manning out to pasture. Anyway, Giants fans... That is the show for today. Yours truly will be at Giants Training Camp Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I will continue to try to bring you clips from each practice each day, at least on uh, Friday and on Saturday. After Sunday's practice, I'll be traveling back to to my home outside of Albany uh, from here in uh in East Rutherford, or uh, more specifically, as I record this show from the lovely Comfort Inn and Suites in Paramus, New Jersey, uh, where I'm uh, staying for the next uh, for the next couple of days. So, with that said, Giants fans, you know, please look, please uh, tune into our shows over the next couple of days. Remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. Join the community at Big Blue View if you haven't done so already to uh, to chat with like-minded Giants fans. Thank you very much, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.